Hey there, this is DJ Dugan, marketing guy over at Smith Music, and today is our first release day rewind. A year ago today, we uh, released Cutthroat Finches in event of Moon Disaster on Hand Drawn Records. Here's my interview with Sean Russell talking about the one-year anniversary. I got Sean Russell here from uh, uh, Cutthroat Finches. Uh, we're going to talk about his album that we, re- uh, Smith Music and Hand Drawn Records, released a year ago. And mm-hmm. uh, um, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Doing, doing. Like I said, I'm, I, I've been trying to get out of town on the weekends, and unfortunately, I'm nursing uh, stitches in the foot. But you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I just had to get you on the podcast because, uh, talk about, uh, uh it's been a year since we released, uh, in case of moon disaster in, in, in event mm-hmm. of moon disaster, excuse me. Right. Let's talk about this. Uh, uh, the, this is a, uh, what, what concept album. Concept yeah. album. Yeah. This is a concept yeah. album that, that was coincide with the 50th anniversary of the, uh, moon landing. Yep. Um, that's right. Uh, give us a little big background on how that came about. Uh, what, what, what inspired yeah. y'all uh, to uh, write this album? Sure. Um, well, when we were finished the album previous, which was a polite conversation, uh, our drummer, Drea, uh, she had found a speech. Uh, she had found the speech in event of moon disaster is actually a speech. It was written for Nixon uh, specifically by one normal speech writer this one particular thing that I, it, it would seem that was their biggest fear which is the astronauts being stuck on the moon and the words were just so epic and so well written um that it and then it just got archived because it never got used and and as maybe i would imagine now in retrospect she didn't actually even put two and two together, neither did we, that, you know, the 50th anniversary was coming up or put the timeline together. But of course, a lot of the archives had been digitized at this time. So this letter that was like a, a piece of paper in a drawer holder, you know, got digitized and then got put out and she found it. And um, so we started, it started with, you know, hey, let's write a song. And then it was, well, we, we could write like a, maybe like a little three song single kind of thing. And it was like maybe an EP. And then we ended up with like seven songs, basically. You know, which I'm not still sure if that legally makes an album. People were like, is that an album or an EP? I well, like, as long it, as it's, it's got 30 minutes. on the fence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, that was, that was it. That is, uh, you, you, um, so uh, y'all, y'all went and recorded this over at uh, Taylor's uh, studio at uh, Audio Styles. Yep. Um, yep. Let, let's let's dive into uh, uh, some of the the songs themselves. Uh, Ignition was the first okay. single that we released. Yeah, 
Uh, it's, it starts off the yeah. album. Uh, give us a background on on that song, the uh, some of the storyline that y'all built out of this. Well, when we were we were trying to imagine like the you know is our first time to do a concept album, so thinking in that way and thinking of one big you know kind of congruent piece of um, music that kind of had some just to the chronology of it and everything. So what we did is we literally wrote the first song and the time that it's for the song to start to the time that it ends is basically the exact amount of time between the time that they took off and the time that they actually reached outer space. So we decided to limit ourselves to, <laughs> you know, the, the time on that song. And, you know, it was just kind of, instead of trying to describe it in some historical way, it was just kind of taking snippets the events that would happen like as you're going into outer space and then trying to capture like the feeling of this and then other things like just feelings of doubt about things and missing your family and and then what if things went wrong and all those so it flows through that and ignition was um one of the last songs we actually wrote for this but we just wanted something that just you know it's like I like to say, like, I, I like to, I like the song because it just makes you want to drive fast, which isn't a good thing always, but <laughs> not always, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was just, uh, it's, we just wanted it to hit hard and fast and, and trying to, you know, just imagine your heart rate. I can't even imagine like, you know, going through the, the phases of this, but all that build up, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. so that was kind of what we tried to capture and how we wrote it and how the song sounds. Yeah, you you really feel that through ignition and stars and take off all that 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 build up and then yeah. it kind of just changes there yep. at 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 other space like you, you right what 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 drove that uh, uh, um, what, the creatively yeah I think I think um, other space ironically was written in the studio when we were our, we started um, I, we had started writing some of these songs while we were finishing recording uh, polite conversation. Um, and so the ideas, and, and again, we even had an idea of what we were going to write about. We were writing some of the musical parts, uh, so all in between and editing and getting to be down at the studio. I mean, there's a Steinway piano that inspires you to write songs on piano. So Other Space was actually the first one that we wrote. Um, and it was just the chorus, really. And it, it was just trying to imagine. It was it was one thing that, you know, you're, you're imagining like a world without gravity, but you're also imagining looking down back at the earth. And in this case, this is also kind of still in the, the aftermath of the 2016 election. Like imagining looking down at earth, you know, if you had a chance to do it and just kind of like how small some of the problems seem, um, but also how kind of, kind of like almost like you're like looking at the, your entire life on earth, uh, looking back at it and feeling like you've risen above it, you know, is what the, the point on what problems that exist. <laughs> on earth and being free of all those things and not just the gravity aspect but the actual feeling of being so far away from those things you know uh, man you 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 talking about plot conversation and 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 the aftermath of the 2016 election you, we 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 segue into this and now we're <laughs> right here yeah, in another election season and and I know uh we we've got covid and and all this crazy <laughs> you know the yeah. BLM uh, 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 marches and stuff like that. It's 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 quite insane how 
yeah. I, I, I've, I've been very happy with going back and listening to this album and and being like, yeah, this is like throw some hope there, <laughs> you know, a little bit. <laughs> like, like, I don't I know. know. <laughs> it's just like something to rise above, you know, to rise above this, like a little while just to start. Because, and, and again, listening to it now, especially, you know, when I talk to people, they're so inundated with bad news and with threats and with things that, I mean, you know, normal life is hard enough, but then you add yeah. aspects this is added and, uh, you know, to it. Um, and, you know, again, just to have that moment to be above it would, you know, that, that was what we, felt we just wanted a chorus that just made you feel like you were just you know like that 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 just feeling of triumph um because you know and, and really i'm sure to well at the time when this was happening that the strike the political strife and civil rights uh era like no less heavy and no less divisive than than it does now i mean to us it always feels because we're in it it feels like the worst you know but you know um uh, that that was I was imagining that too, like in retrospect, like how they probably, how people felt then, you know, it was like, gosh, is the world about to end? Is it all just going to crack in half? You know, yeah. we're going to make it through this, you know? So, yeah. And I, I, I've been going back and thinking about all the, the, because of the 50th anniversary of the moon landing and the, um, a lot of media was bringing out a lot of the old interviews and talking about, uh, mm. uh, especially NPR. I'm an NPR listener. I'm, I'm when I'm oh, yeah. on, on the way to, to and from work, I'm listening to the news. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. and they, they, they talked a lot about that moment of, of everything standing still during that. Yeah. Is the, all the marches and all the civil rights yeah. and, and, and the, the clashes between those two cultures going at it <laughs> pretty, uh, mm -hmm. the, the institutions yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and people trying to get uh, a rights. So they just kind of stood still right. there for, for, for a day. <laughs> and, and, right. Exactly. Uh, it just always set aside. And I, I think, I think, and also I, I what I kind of realized was especially um, after the last album, like realizing that, what we are capable of when we're punched by a common vision that's bigger than ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. and, and how that's, that's lacked in, in most of my lifetime, you know, I mean, yeah. it's like, I feel like I'm in the aftermath of an era when America had a common goal in general, that even the most of they still kind of believed in this thing and kind of tied together in this one magic thing. Now it's events. 11 that you feel any sense of it it's not by yeah. accomplishments by being attacked or something that has been the only thing close to that and that's that's pretty sad to think about yeah i mean you know, i would imagine people on that day thought they were probably thinking like in the future there'll be flying cars and there'll be uh <laughs> you know there'll be you know people will be united like star trek you know yeah. kind of bit, like it's the star trek version rather than the, the Mad Max version of the future that we seem to be heading towards, you know? Oh, man. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've been thinking about that a lot, too, because <laughs> I'm a big fan of Mad Max, you know, all those movies. Uh, yeah. And, and like, I, love, oh. I love both, but I realize the difference now. Like, oh, so that's what Ron Berry wanted. This is a hopeful future. It didn't have to be Mad Max and yeah. weird bar scenes with Wookiee that shoot there and steal from each other or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah man it's uh yeah that this has been a really great album to go back and listen to and and uh um thank you 
So um, uh, this is on vinyl. Uh, yeah. People can, uh, it, for the people who are going to be listening to this, uh, uh, you can go out on Amazon, go out to check out our uh, Smith Music uh, social media mm-hmm. because I'll, I'll be posting uh, a uh, feature FM link to the, the album so people can go and check it out and, and uh, stream it again. Um, uh, I want to dive into who who is it that that did the speech in the outro the uh, the the B side. Oh yeah, the, uh, that was uh, that was Danny Bayless from the Ticket um, from the Hard Line on the Ticket, <laughs> and um, I think he possibly during a commercial break on the Ticket because I sent him the speech. I texted him and asked him if he'd be interested in doing it because I mean I've seen him do obviously tons of. There's so many voices on the ticket you probably don't realize are his, yeah. but he's got this. I was imagining, I know, I knew understand what I meant by like, I want you to sound a little bit like 60s radio announcer, but not like, in, not like, not like the old Tom Gribble speech like this. Eh? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't go that far, but you know, because I knew he'd know that too. And that was the first thing he asked me, but I was like, yeah, just if you just read it. And so he literally read it. I had it back in about five minutes and it was just, it was perfect. It was like, it just sounds, it, it does sound like it, it, it's, it's uh, like period correct. You know, like, like mm-hmm. if you heard a real announcer at that time and he came on the radio and was like, Hey, uh, you know, breaking news. Did it, did The speech come out, it would sound like that. And I wanted it to sound like that. So. So yeah, that was Danny Bayless did that in about five minutes and sent it back. Yeah, I just love it. It's it, all together. It's it's a it's a great package. And, and yeah, uh, man, thank you so much for for talking to me about it. Uh, um, uh, yeah, um, uh, I do have to admit, by the way, I want to say that I didn't realize we were sadly did not realize that that when we started writing it, it took a while to figure out the fifty year anniversary was coming up. <laughs> I know it seems ingenious that we wrote yeah. this album about the <laughs> Apollo mission fifty years later, but we had no idea. And then it was like all of a sudden we're like, wait, that was like fifty years ago. Wow, that's oh, there's an anniversary coming up, you know. So <laughs> well, sometimes strokes of genius and, and and stars line up. No pun intended. Right, uh, and um, they look just like accidents. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. So, uh, um, before I let you go, uh, what, 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 what do we have, uh, cooked up we, we, you just dropped an, an, a new video from, uh, mm-hmm. one of the songs off the plot, uh, conversation, yeah. uh, yeah, got any things coming up? I know you're writing again. You said, yeah, we, yeah. The main thing is just us getting back in the habit of writing again. And I would say we got, we've gotten a new rehearsal space and I feel like we've got, uh, Zach Balch, who's, uh, played flint creek records and uh, or you know been with flint creek records and had his own projects uh been played guitar with galay and he had filled in sometimes before for us and so he's now writing with us and so now like the writing dynamic of working with him um is you know very different but but it's it's like direction it takes the songs and everything it's you know it's like us I, i do think these songs that we're already writing have a new direction and they definitely sound they have a, they'll they'll have a different sound, and so I'm I'm excited to hear to hear us come up with a finished product. I mean, I, I'd say that's obviously the main thing that we're doing. Uh, I'm hoping. I mean, honestly, I would love to do something really. Uh, I think the word would be gregacious. Uh, no, or what's what's like super <laughs> over the top. Yeah. I can do the double fold, you know, double vinyl, you know, get fold record with something like out of the middle, like a Barbie dream castle, like comes out of the middle and you open it or something. Yeah. Something like way over the, cause we'll have, you know, by the time I, I expect by the time 
ready to go out and hit, you know, hit the road and actually get to tour again that, you know, that we should, I fully expect we should have 20 plus songs ready oh, to record, wow. you know, ready to go <laughs> and, then, and then put together the ones that we like the best, you know? That, that's that's going to be massive. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's going to be over the top. I'm not going to call it over the top because I would never want to take away from the great film by Sil- Sylvester Stallone. But it's going to be something in that caliber. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, thank you so much.